Hey rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Cause if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, cause everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we start a kook cast. Cause the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And this week on the show, Coach Evan and I are continuing our Surf Senses series surf senses series yeah i said that right we've been teaching this stuff all along sprinkled about in our sessions but i don't know we just got to a point where we're like wow we have to formalize this and make it into a thing that you have to learn and prove that you're working on with us and uh the way we usually start developing those new aspects of our curriculum is by hashing them out on kookcast for you guys (laughs) so if you have any cool ideas you can send them our way also don't mind a little bit of that wind sound brushing by the mics we're trying a new setup not sure that i like it though all right so continuing with our little it's basically our like our way of rough drafting out you know this new aspect of the curriculum yeah like, you record it why not and release it too keep keep people like up to date on how we're developing something you know Right, we're we're starting to realize that you know a lot of people aren't using all of their senses out there. So that's what what the series is about is starting to open it up and and use them. And it, it takes some time. You know, you got to get comfortable in the ocean to be able to start using your senses. Mm. So I think that's where a lot of people keep running into a, a wall. There, they just haven't spent enough time in the ocean to start feeling comfortable enough start getting their foundation their fundamentals together enough to where again they can start actually thinking about the the act of surfing mm-hmm. um so that's what we're doing here folks so actually on the beach today i was i saw eric like walking by and i was telling him about this we were like yeah we we're gonna record this he's asking me what i'm doing i was like oh we kind of planned on getting this recording done um and, and then I started just telling him about the whole series because I was kind of excited about it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And what about, like, what about... It? He went through the thought process exactly how we did. He was like, what about, like, just awareness? Like, awareness as a sense. And at, at as soon as he said that, he also said, well, that's kind of like what all of them put together is. Like, so when you have... When you take your fundamental skills and you get good at doing all of them really well we say you're fundamentally fluent or proficient, you know, fundamentally, yeah, fundamentally proficient. Yeah. So when you have all your surf senses dialed in and, and really tuned in, you're aware, you know, like you're there, you're present, Right. you know, and, and it's, it's, it makes total sense because you know how people say like, I, what happened on their way? I don't even know. I blacked out, you know, like you totally lose yourself and it makes sense. It would happen on a wave. That's the most blissful part of it all. But it seems like the reason we're coming up with this whole surf sense aspect of the curriculum is because we're starting to realize like we're working with people who are who are have eyes that are open but they don't see 
they're not seeing that someone's right in front of them, for example. Um, you know, and, and then we're realizing that not just vision is one of those senses, but your voice, which we'll cover today, and your ears and your and reading the vibes. So without getting ahead of myself, right. let's let's get into just you know, your voice, like how you use that, how you use one of that sense in the lineup in so many ways and how it makes your session better and safer and et cetera. So I guess that that does it also brings up hearing, you know, your voice and hearing. Mm. Um, and that's, that's a lot of what's our, um, well, okay. So like the hoot, I mean, that's, that's right on the top of our list and one of our favorite things to, to use our voice for. Totally. Um, and that's kind of how this, this started, this episode started was because I was telling you about the little groms I'm working with and I, I, I have this new thing that I do with them and I asked them, how's their hoot? Like, let me hear your hoot. Because for one, it's just so freaking adorable. It's so cute the way little groms try to hoot. And then you you belt one out and show them how it's done. And they just, you know, it's like a little wolf cub finding their, their howl. Um, so we were like, oh, that's like kind of an episode. That's good. And then you're the one that was like, oh, actually, this is like, this is like deeper than that. It's like finding your voice. And honestly, I think... Well, I wasn't, I'm not sure if it was Vision or this one, but I felt like this is where the surf senses thing was developing from. We mm-hmm. were like, these are the senses you need to use in the water. Like, holy, there's something there. So, and then, yeah, but it all came from how's your hoot, you know, and, and you use your hoot to like encourage a friend or a stranger and kind of like, that's like a, a icebreaker for like when you surf with someone new uh, or, or just, I don't know, someone who like you see, like, for example, the way we met. You know, I was hooting you into waves when before I even knew who you were. Just because you inspired me, I was like, holy cow, look at this guy killing it out here. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Can't help it, you know? How's yep. your hoot? Pretty um, much can't help it. I mean, it's it's like a universal joy when, when you get so stoked and you feel so good in the ocean. It's kind of a natural thing to do. Um, and there's, you know, there's all different levels of it for sure. Can, you know, you kind of when you're finding your voice and you're and you're finding your hoot you might use it a little too much mm. you know you might be hooting hooting all damn day and it might get on some people's nerves and you know they might tell you about it but really i mean it's it's something to de- to be developed it can be used as your com- communication tool you know it's kind of like a little a little um honk when a car's getting too close to you or something yeah <laughs> I like the way you use it when you're like on a wave and you're kind of, you rarely do this because you mostly just let people drop in on you and, you know, deal with it by surfing around them or whatnot, or just straightening out and just being gracious. But every once in a while you're on a good wave and it matters that someone's dropping in on you, but rather than being like, Hey, 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 or like whistling at them or doing something kind of abrasive, you hoot. You're like, woo, woo, woo. Like, Oh, not even like that. That was more like attention grabbing. You're like hooting like, hey, I'm having a blast. Like, woo! And they can't help but like, oh, what's that sound? And look. And it's you back there having fun. And oh, shit, I shouldn't be dropping it on this wave. Look at this guy. He's already surfing it. <laughs> but that's another great way to use your hoot, you know? And just instead of calling people off a wave abrasively and sharply, do it with a little hoot. Absolutely not. It, it works, you know? It's- Sometimes, again, there's all these different variations of the hoot. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Um, but yeah, use it. Let's let's use it to get into this all this communication. All right. Know? So 
we let's see let's get into this list communication so basically the whole idea of this episode right is using your voice to communicate and as we sat and thought about it we came up with a, a number of ways we realized that you need to use or you should use your voice in the lineup to to you know make things go better like for example when maybe you're could be splitting the peak with somebody and you're not sure which way they're going are they are you going to go right and let me go left or are you going to go left and not let anybody go right, right. you know um, so instead of sitting there wondering and missing the wave and backing down or dropping in on them just speak up say like hey which way are you going as you set up the wave with them and, and sometimes i feel like that even suggests to them Hey, let's split the peak. Yeah, you know, like totally I want to go left. I'm set up for it, and you're on the right side of me. You can go right. We're central of the peak. That's totally doable. It would be kind of, I don't know, maybe not greedy, but a little something like just that. Just like unaware. Uh, yeah, unaware. Much. Unaware that two people could get one wave. But that's right there is is a great time to speak up and say like, Hey, which way are you going? And and get the you know get the okay to go and then you don't have to wonder about what that person is doing you already discussed it and now you can fully focus on the wave and your takeoff and on the other hand you know you you can do that as the person setting up the wave you can you can turn around and and say going left going left or going right you know and just clear it up right then and there you know, so so that the people who are in position for the right, let's say, they can go about their business knowing that you are the the surfer furthest out and deepest on the peak, whatever. It's your right away, and and you're going, and it's very clear which way you're going. And I I mean, this is just the beginning of using your voice. You just need to figure figure out. We we go out into these beginner lineups, and they're like silent, other than them chatting about all this other bullshit. Um, <laughs> But they're not talking to each other and they're not communicating at all. Mm-hmm. And it, it becomes a major problem and it's a big sign of like a, a beginner lineup. You know, these these people who are dropping in and, and, like, and somebody else is dropping in on them and they don't have anything to say. They don't have, they're just tongue-tied and <laughs> speechless and terrified and going, you know, just going to mow them down silently. That's a good kind of segue into the next item on the list. You know, we wrote, like, accountability to a situation that happened. Like, it seems so often that people have near collisions or, or they, you know, they see a collision coming, so they fall over, you know, they bail their boards, and then just kind of get up and get back on their board and paddle away from each other. That's not normal, folks. Yeah, it's not, right. And it's just, you need to, like, figure out what happened. Like, be like, hey, what... what what were you doing? Did they think it was a right and they went left? Did they go on a closeout? Did they drop in on you? Did you drop in on them? Did, like, figure it out. What happened? You need to be aware. Learn. Learn from the situation, you know? Like, when when you get your shit together, you won't be having all these near misses, you know, every session, every other session. Like, it should be few and far between that you get really close to another surfer or your surfboard hits another surfer surfboard Mm -hmm. it needs to be like known that's that's really not okay you know we're always preaching more space more space Uh, and and this is the reason uh you gotta start using your voice and making making it known um and and talking about little incidences and once you start doing that more you know, going up after you get to the outside, you know, get on your boards, paddle to the 
to the outside and then go up to that person and not in an aggressive way just open up a conversation and just say hey mm -hmm. got that kind of sticky back there i was wondering like what did, what did you see because <laughs> i didn't see anything as it turns out it was just like it was i wouldn't it went blank everything went blank i was seeing red blood <laughs> i was out for blood <laughs> Uh, that's I, I, I was thinking just about this list and skipping a few items to apologize, but this is another good segue. Like after a bad situation, like apologize, use your voice to temper things down because in some cases you might be the surfer who completely kooked it and they fully know what happened and and there's your opportunity to use your voice again and, and say sorry. And if you don't, it's going to be fucking weird, you know? <laughs> They're going to be like stink eyeing you and looking at you and talking to their buddy. That actually just happened still to might. me. still might. Yeah, that just happened to me in Jersey. Like, I have I totally messed up. I, like, was in a good position for this wave and was looking, setting it up, looking down the line, and luckily the guy did hoot. All he had to do was hoot one time, and then my neck snapped around like, no way. I wasn't, you know, I haven't even, you know, cleared the street before I crossed it, you know, and then I just like pulled back, but I mean, it was pretty much too late in barreling waves. If you're on the shoulder and you have to sit up on your board and pull out, it usually makes a giant chandelier for mm. the person who did it. So I knew I fucked up and I had to, I had to wait for him to paddle back out and us to get close enough and I paddled over to him within whatever, like six feet and said... Hey, dude, I'm really sorry about that. I, I really wasn't using my peepers uh, well because I, you know, I wasn't I wasn't clearing the zone that was deeper than me before I really put my head down and started paddling. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no big deal, man. Fucking send me one next time or something like that. Um, and that's that's how it's done. That's what you right. do. And that's just the right way to do it, you know, like just own up. And then if if people don't own up to it, then you have you have to be the one again to go open it up, like open up the conversation. We have calling people out. What did you have in mind for that? Like, well, I, it was just I was thinking about how we started making a pact to be a little bit more vocal about what's going on out there in the lineup, right. you know. And it, it's just classic at any easy wave in the summer, especially on the weekends. But doesn't matter any time in the summer at any beginner spot. It gets ugly, you know, and a lot of really bad things happen. And now boards are more available than ever. You know, you can have a $100 bill and get yourself a wave storm or something like that. Yep. Um, and, and not that, you know, I don't want to say it's bad. I just want to say, like, everybody can get a surfboard and get out there. And there needs, we, we were like, wow, okay, we need to start saying, so what's wrong? Like, not just avoid it and not get hurt but and let them carry on their way right but to speak up and, and call it out and say like hey that's not the way it's done and i feel like uh, you know that i don't know how, what to, to make of it maybe so i'm saying like hey be humble if a great surfer has some advice for you you know absolutely and, and accept it and and thank them for taking the time to tell you because the truth is like i can say this from experience like for the most part you just kind of like think to yourself like oh god that was horrible blah 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 whatever like and you grumble and complain to yourself and paddle away and don't do anything about it because for the most part we're pretty good about avoiding any sticky bad scenario just by foreseeing it way in advance and moving quick right you know through the lineup and understanding how water is going to push someone or what's going to happen 
based on how it's looking right now, you know? But, like, we shouldn't just, like, we shouldn't just escape those scenarios all the time. We should be speaking up. And if you're a person that gets spoken to, you know, hopefully the person does it nicely, but they might not. You might have gotten them a little fired up. And, and just, again, apologize. That, that'll go a long way in, in tempering down the, the vibe. Well, actually, I got a story. I got a recent story, recent as of yesterday, about like getting in and being the guy who got fucking ran over, and then it was like in the middle of a set, and then like we were, I was like, couldn't believe. For one, I couldn't believe that I was okay, so I was just kind of baffled. Like, I should be like hurt right now. You got right run now. over and hit by the fin. By the fin, um, I was I was paddling over the shoulder, paddling over the shoulder, and this longboarder was right in the pocket, and he definitely had a nice clean line down, you know, like down and around me, but he just pivoted, he pivoted basically like in a press up, right on the highest tightest line of that wave and I was I was in that line and it was a big old giant longboard and I was on my fish so right away I just started duck diving super deep but it, it was I knew it was too late I knew I was gonna get hit and I felt the impact it was kind of a thud and I pretty much felt like the board stop damn the board stopped so I didn't know that it wasn't like just the rail it wasn't just a glance um and the guy all of a sudden was detached from his board. So I was like, oh my God, what the hell just happened? You know, like, how did I... He really got impaled by a fin. Yeah. And then Ricky's looking at me, like, with these huge eyes, like, there's no way he's not hurt. You know, I must be tripping if I'm okay. Because he asked me, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. And then in that time, we're, like, in the middle of a set, and the guy, like gets on his board and he's like mumbling and I'm like looking over in his direction and he's paddling back out and off and I'm like looking at Ricky like you know what the hell did just that happened? just happen yeah and then waves came I took a wave and I never saw him again I never saw him take one wave because I would have again like I wasn't going I wouldn't have gone over to try to start something like you ran me over and you didn't hurt me but it was fucked up just like, what's going on here? You know, am I in am, am I in your way in that situation? Do, do you think, yeah, do you think that I got in your way? Are you like trying to back me off the shoulder and teach me a lesson? Right. Is that what's going on here? Right, right, Like, that's right. what I needed, that's what I wanted to know. And I never got those answers, but luckily he's a guy who's around, so we're going to get a, we're going to get to have a chat with him for sure. But wow. I, I lived to surf another day. I got to keep surfing for another hour, so everything was good. I woke up today, no, no I phantom pain or whatever. I don't know. Can't believe it. It's all good. Um, but what? What's? Let's let's wrap up with this cho- yeah. little Chopu greeting story. That's a great one. The uh, we've actually said it before on the podcast, but it just it really lends itself to an example of how to use your voice, one of your senses, your surf senses. And that is that a couple of our friends went to Chopu, I guess it's two years ago now or something like that. And uh, they came back with, you know, all kinds of stories, of course. But one of the things that really was impactful to me was that 
I don't know how they found out, maybe because they were sitting out there and didn't do this, and then someone came over and greeted them, but everybody in the lineup at Chopu, when you first get out there, you go greet everybody. You go introduce yourself and say hello and hi, and, and then find your spot in the pecking order. But first, go around and greet everybody. At the bottom, at the bottom of the pack, you know, you go through and then and then, and then naturally go to the very end back. of the line. You're not going to meet somebody and then sit right in front of them. Right, you know? right. Or not even next to them, below them, you know, like, right. hello, how are you? Just heading right back down the line to the end. Um, but anyway, I thought that was so cool, you know, like that's, that's an interesting, especially at such a serious wave, it seems like a really cool kind of ritual you know or, or right to to have to greet everybody that's out there and like acknowledge every person that's coming to surf this this spot this piece of reef. definitely ups the level of respect that you have and once you look at somebody in the eyes you know it's harder to look at some that person in the eye and then burn them yeah, so, so it's it's not a, a stranger anymore right right it's easier to burn a stranger than your buddy I, I really like this series. I'm excited about covering it all. And, and like I said in the beginning, like this is like our way of rough draft, rough drafting it out and figuring it out. And like everybody's always welcome to write in, like they always do. We always appreciate the, the messages and, and all kinds of comments about stuff. So feel free to have your thoughts on all this and surf senses. Yeah, so sharpen them and get fully aware. Feel free to use it. <laughs> Practice it. Use your voice out there, peeps, and make the lineup a little better. All right. Good rapid, coach. Woo! You! <laughs>